This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I think the question uh, is pretty odd, like is simple. Can we rely on 911 anymore in a life and death situation? And I ask that because we have been getting a lot of headlines of late showing uh, delays in, in people trying to get through. The latest headline comes out of uh, Etobicoke where a family had to call 911 because their infant son, Asher, just one years old, choked on uh, some cereal and then lost consciousness. And so the parents frantically call 911 and then they wait and they wait and they wait five minutes, 23 seconds. And in a life and death moment, especially when a child, your child, uh, that's an eternity. And so dad hung up and then tried to save the child himself. They would call another time and it was another five minutes and 19 seconds. And then by then dad had uh, gotten the item out of his throat. But not after, not until his one-year-old boy, Asher, hadn't been breathing for three minutes. So at what point can we not rely on this service? Let us bring in Dad, Tim Ray, who is the father of one-year-old Asher. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks. First of all, I think I should ask, how are uh, you and Mom, and how is Asher? Uh, well, luckily with infants, they, uh, they bounce back really quick and, um, yeah. Asher is, you know, laughing and, and back to, you know, being his, uh, amazing self. Um, you know, mom and I are still, um, processing what happened. Mom, more so than me, uh, struggling with, you know, um, being alone with, uh, with Asher, you know, in case it happened again, there's a lot of anxiety around, you know, if I wasn't there and mm-hmm. wasn't able to, you know, um, bring him back as, you know, we were, your point, you know, five uh, plus minutes is an attorney, and um, you know that uh, you know another few minutes is like the difference between like life and death. If I wasn't able to figure it out myself, or your child is left with debilitating issues for the rest of his life, and I know one day maybe you'll get to laugh about this at uh, Ash's wedding and uh, remind everyone of that time. But but the guilt and the fear that that you feel over this of the what if what if you know the could haves or would haves and all these scenarios is pretty scary, um, and it does beg the question. I mean, what was going through? I mean, because this happens, crap happens with kids. So so Asher is choking. And I guess you think, okay, I'm going to call 911. What's going through your mind, though, the whole time he is now unconscious and you're waiting on the line? Yeah, I'm, so my, um, you know, it, it started with just, Asher was in my lap and, you know, I wasn't looking at his face and all of a sudden my wife was like, he's choking. And it starts with just, you think, nine times out of ten, just like some gentle back padding, yeah. like, you know, cough it up and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. But then that wasn't working, so, you know, moving him to like the floor over my knee and more aggressive back padding. Mm. And at that point I was like, call 911. And, um, uh, you, you know, I just, I, that I, I was, my wife was, you know, the one that was making the call and I didn't even realize that, um, you know, I was like, what's going on? 911? And, and they're like, she's still on hold. And I'm like, well, let's, let's run in the street to get help. <laughs> you know, like what, what, what else can we do? And it was just, 
by like, you know, I guess sheer like luck at the time, the way that he was in my, I was cradling in, in my arms that as I got to the front step uh, coming out of our house that I thought to just give him the biggest, you know, bear hug possible. You know, at that point, I didn't care if I, you know, cracked a rib. I yeah. just needed to try and save him. And he was like, you know, literally like that visual, I can't even explain really the visual of him going from struggling this, like from choking to silent asphyxiation, uh, struggling with his arms in the air. Mm-hmm. And then when he his body gives up and he just like goes a limp and he just like his arms fall, it's like in the look in his face, it's just, it really burns, you know, in your memory. Um, to then like running outside to, you know, give him this Heimlich to just get the cherry out and it's actually working, but he's still not, uh, you know, breathing and not, not, uh, not coming back yet. And, um, and then just thinking, okay, like, you know, for, for whatever reason, I just thought, okay, like I got to breathe into his mouth and eventually, um, you know, as you can imagine, it's a bit of a blur, but eventually that, like that worked and he started to make a noise and and cry and come back and, and, you know, we saved him, but there's a lot of like, uh, there's been a lot of like kind of PTSD or shock. We were all shaking and crying mm-hmm. afterwards because we were, you know, when you're that close to your infant dying in your arms, it's like very <clears throat> unnerving, you know? Uh, well, look, I'm listening to you. And I mean, we've all had moments where it's like, oh my God, this is life and death. And you just think like, where are we going here? And so, so that is not something uh, you, you will forget all that uh, till that soon. But nonetheless, thank God, um, you know, you were able to obviously revive him. Now, was that you made a second nine one one call, um, and again waited for what seems like an eternity. So, is he Asher at this point breathing, and you know that he's okay? Or at this point, are you and your wife saying I, we just got to go to the hospital? Uh, so, by the time we called back the second time, I'd already brought him back, and um, um, you know, and then we were waiting again. And in my head, as we're waiting the second time, I'm like this is a joke. Like what's the whole point of having nine on one? If you're getting put on hold, like you're calling like, you know, Rogers <laughs> and, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, uh, it just, for me, the, it's the frustration of like, you know, if I wasn't home or, you know, other mm-hmm. parents, this is just, you know, shocking for other parents that like, if you have a, get your CPR training, but yeah. if you actually have an emergency situation right now in, you know, Toronto, at least, and, you know, there's a lot of so many people calling with non-emergency type situations because of the, you know, healthcare situation that you really can't rely on uh, emergency help right away, which is what it's intended for. It's, um, it's quite incredible. It really is. Um, and I'm not knocking 911 operators. I know they have a very tough job. There's just not enough of them. And they do deal with an awful lot of silliness, whether your pizza's late or just people butt dialing, whatever. It, it is interrupting a life-saving call for someone named Asher who is not breathing and his dad trying to save his life. Do you have CPR training? You know, very old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day, nothing that uh, I've been keeping up on this uh, right. for sure. I, don't feel badly. I, I, I have the old-fashioned, uh, and I'm a lot older than you, I think, uh, and I managed to uh, save my dog from choking to death, and it was with that old-fashioned stuff. But it is a good reminder that if we can't rely on 911, then, yeah, have some basic uh, CPR training. What would you say, has there been any follow-up um, since this happened, Tim, as far as anyone following up with you, um, uh, you know, to go over what happened? Uh, you, you mean from... The, from 911 services or police, anybody or, or, or anybody uh, just filling you in on like, you know, we're looking into this. No. And, and I mean, I think, you know, luckily we had our one year check, like Hunter or sorry, yeah. uh, some, such, uh, Asher 
had his one-year-old uh, birthday on, on the 2nd of April, so we actually just happened to have his one-year checkup, you know, the Tuesday, like last Tuesday, which was a couple of days after this incident happened. So, um, you know, we were lucky to have that uh, scheduled appointment with his pediatrician. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he had a few rough days after that because, you know, your body's natural defense mechanism is yeah. to put up you know, fluid in the lungs afterwards. So we, there was a few rough days for him mm-hmm. sleeping because he just couldn't breathe. But, um, no, we haven't had any fall from emergency services. And just feeling like, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is, could have happened to anyone else just very innocently going from dinner uh, with your family to having this type of situation and not working out the right way or, you know, not, uh, you know, having a positive outcome. So just think it's... What would uh, you tell other parents? Like, what what would your, I mean, if you had to kind of relive this thing again, knowing what you know with hindsight, what would you uh, tell parents? Um, <laughs> it, you know, I think for, to your earlier point, I think it's, you know, really important to, brush up on your CPR training and actually some of the flux of uh, responses I've gotten from friends and, and people is actually this um, life hack tool that people have been messaging me the links on, which is this kind of emergency suction cup that will help dislodge mm-hmm. uh, something. So actually just bought, you know, this life hack uh, system uh, to have it around the house in case it ever happens again. And I think, you know, the combination of being prepared that you have like, um, the training and, you know, a tool like this, that if you have a choking incident, incident and you can't get hold of, you know, um, 911, that uh, you have a better chance of solving it yourself. Yeah. Well, Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, headlines like this uh, are important, certainly a wake-up call. Um, so I do appreciate it because it will certainly help others. Um, and, and please tell mom, don't beat yourself up. We're not perfect, <laughs> and uh, it worked out. But I, I know she probably feels a whole lot of guilt, but... Uh, don't feel that parental guilt. You did everything that you could. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Tim Ray joining us. So, yeah, one of the things, CPR training, I mean, look, it, it is valuable. I have it from my old days at camp. But I'll tell you, when it came to saving my dog's life who was choking to death, it actually worked. So I had something.